You're listening to Sports Source, a Cavalier Radio podcast, with your hosts, John Williams and Josh Sanchez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sports Source on this Thursday, September 13th. I'm John Williams. Josh Sanchez is sitting across the desk yep, yep, from yep. me over here in the Cavalier Radio Studios. Josh, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good today. Just got back from ABC, the internship. I interviewed a couple rugby players today. Big shout out. I'm gonna give a quick little shout out to the Cabrini, uh, the Cabrini men's rugby team. A couple guys came out and they uh, talked about the sport of rugby. And if you're interested in, uh, I know we don't have a football team here at Cabrini, but if you want to play something similar, if you love contact, check out the rugby team. They have a Facebook page and they also they're working on an Instagram page. So. So big shout out to uh, the Cabrini men's rugby team. Yeah, and uh, that team is forming. They uh, started the form last year, but now they're finally putting it all together this year. So be on the lookout for that. So there's a couple things that we need to cover in today's episode. So of first of all, the Eagles play the Buccaneers on Sunday. Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback, so we're going to talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. And first of all, if he's human, we'll figure that out. And then we'll talk about if he ends up having to be out any uh, period of time, how that will affect not just the Packers, but the entire NFC. Um, Also, a lot of really interesting hockey moves going on this week. Max Pacioretty is on the move. Eric Carlson is on the move. Tyler Sagan's staying in Dallas. So we're going to talk a little bit of that. And also we have your Weasels of the Week, your Good Apples of the Week, yep. and your Hot Takes of the Week. Also, we're going to have a special guest coming on the show at some point. If he's awake this time, because uh, he fell asleep during our 1 a.m. recording last week. Of course he did. So uh, ho- hopefully this uh, young fellow will show up and show out on our show. But as uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier, Nick Foles. He's starting week two. Josh, good decision or not? Uh, Nick Foles starting week two. I mean, me and you've had a uh, me and you've had a lot of conversations about this. Um, I I think it's a good move, only because Carson Wentz is still not ready yet. I mean, he he's getting closer and closer. You don't want to rush him. I like I'd rather see Carson Wentz play for multiple seasons than to worry about him not playing these next couple weeks. I think the Buccaneers, they, they did have a great win. They probably had the win of the week out of all the NFL teams uh, week one. Like you would have told me that Ryan Fitzpatrick would have threw for four touchdowns and 360 yards. You'd be telling me, like, what what am I smoking? Like, um, he literally had a career night. Drew Brees threw for over 400 yards and still lost. Like, if you're a Saints fan, you're disgusted. If you're a Bucks fan, you're living life right now because who would have thought you guys would be 1-0 after week one? Two disappointing losses for the Saints in a row with the uh, NFC semifinal game. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Vikings. yeah, the Vikings. And, then, and now this. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's been rough in New Orleans. But um, but um, in terms of the game, I mean, I already knew Nick Foles was going to be playing this game. I know a lot of people are saying Wentz, 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 and we also get 10 days off. But I think the 10 days off is really going to help Foles in that offense. I think our offense is going to get in a little bit more rhythm this week. 
I, I don't see I don't see Ryan Fitzpatrick having a repeat performance, especially with our defensive line and the way how they penetrate. I think the Buccaneers line is suspect at times. They have a good line, but it's not really solid. A good solid defensive line will expose some of their guys. And I think we're going to see that a lot next week. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game as well. But I think the Eagles will win. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is riding high off their week one win. The Eagles are only three-point favorites. So if you're betting the game, I would definitely bet the Eagles this week. Oh, yeah. And it is worth mentioning, and yeah, these games were a while ago. Nick Foles has played two games before in Tampa Bay in his career, both with yeah. the Eagles. He's 2-0 and with five touchdowns, zero interceptions, and 677 yards in yeah, those two yeah, starts. Yeah, he's had good numbers at Tampa Bay. So, so, And listen, they did score 48 points. They have a very underrated offense. A guy like Mike Evans paired with a guy like Deshaun Jackson who's a game-breaker. That's a real, that's a real challenge. The thing with that is, though, Deshaun Jackson might not be playing right now. He's in concussion protocol. And then the Eagles' defense is so much better than the Saints' defense. And the Saints scored 40 points anyway, so the Eagles are probably going to score at least 20 points. Do you think the Eagles' defense has given up more than 20 points to Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, no, I don't think no, so. I, I, don't, I don't see that this week. I see our defensive line really penetrating and getting to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think our defense is really going to step up again. I'm also betting the under of this game. The over-under is like 43 points. So I'm betting under this week. I'm taking a chance. I usually never bet unders. Only because I'm, I like, I'd rather root for points to be scored than the root for no points to be scored. But um, I, I just think I think the Eagles defense is going to show up. I think I honestly think I'm calling a pick six this week. I think we're going to get a pick six or a fumble return for a touchdown. I think our defense is going to put some points on the board this week. Yeah, it listen, it is certainly possible. That defense is lethal. And now Nigel Bradham's coming back yep. this week. You know, Jordan Hicks is still healthy, which is really nice considering his past and, you know, what he's shown in – uh, the ways of staying healthy for an extended period of time. Listen, the Eagles, even in their weak spot on defense at linebacker, they have some guys, man. Yeah, The Eagles are a problem defensively, and there's very few offenses that I'd be confident in cracking that. So, listen, if Foles could give you 20 points a game, you're probably going to win. So, you, you take the Eagles... Like you said, they're a three-point favorite in Tampa Bay. So, yeah, and, and, and we play and we play good in Tampa Bay. That's one of the places where we actually play pretty good. Oh, speaking of it, hey, uh, this is Chris from Connecticut, first-time caller. Oh man, hey, what's up? It's Mr. Chris Fonte on the air live. What's up, Chris, don't I play Chris this week in fantasy? You might. You might. I don't know what the fantasy uh, matchup is, but we're going to talk about fantasy football now that Fonty's here in yeah. just a few minutes. I'm so not, my, my team's nice. While we're on the subject of the Eagles, the Giants. Eagles? Yeah, we're ta- we were talking about the Eagles, but since you're here, tell us about the New York Giants and their matchup against the Dallas Cowboys this week. Um... You know, I think uh, I, I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I know uh, 
I, lots of lots of people are saying it's going to be a three point game. Um, but I think the Giants actually looked really good in their first game. Uh, Jacksonville's defense is technically supposed to be the number one defense in the league. They didn't show it in fantasy, um, but um, but you know um, the Giants look good. The Giants did look good, and um, I think it's going to be a close one against Dallas. Um, and, and also what, what people always forget is that I don't remember the last time the Giants won opening day. So I, I'm used to a week one loss. You know, the, the two times they won the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure they started 0-3. So, you know, you know, first three games, it, it, it happened. It's like every year for the Giants. So I'm not, uh, I'm not counting anyone out. I think I think they're going to have a decent year. I'm still going with my prediction that the Giants are winning the East. Oh. <laughs> Good now, luck. Now, Good now, luck. now, now, Chris, Eli Manning missed a wide open Odell in the end zone. Right, yeah, how- my fantasy teams could have used that <laughs> touchdown pass. How how concerned are you about Eli Manning? Because uh, him and Flowers, those are the two guys. It's like the kryptonite <laughs> to your Flowers. team. Eric Fla- Flowers is just complete garbage. Like literally, as soon as the Giants get get some momentum on offense, then he gives up a sack. That's, that's just that's just, he's like the kryptonite to the Giants' offense. But how concerned are yeah, you I'm about not, Eli Manning? I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about Eli um, at all. I, I I think I think Eli Eli has what it what it takes. You know, he is the two time Super Bowl MVP, which lots of people forget. Um, so he, it's, he's not a bad quarterback. I wouldn't say he's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I may even go as far as saying he's not Carson Wentz. But, you know, he's, he's not a bad he's, – he's, he's up there. He's, he's probably much better than Matthew Stafford. So, Well, Matthew Stafford looked garbage week one. Yeah, huh? I mean, if you're talking about week one 2018, <laughs> Matthew Lord, Stafford, yeah. I'd agree with you. So I have a question for you, Font. Okay. Right. So – Saquon Barkley, the Giants' yep. first-round pick yep. this He's year. A beast. He had 18 yep. rushes in Week One for 106 yep. yards and a touchdown. Now, yep. is there any coincidence he did this after you traded him in fantasy? <laughs> and speak to your decision to trade him in fantasy. Oh man, he traded him. He traded him. Why? Tell us about he the trade too. Um, you know, I needed. You know, I just needed other. Other receivers, and Ke- Keelan had that. And at, fir- at first, Keelan's trade that he offered me was garbage. It was it was absolutely garbage. I texted him. I said, "You're freaking out of your mind if you think I'm that stupid. That's that's gonna that you're gonna have like two very good running backs. My running back Mixon, he had more points than Saquon. I think I think the trade worked out for both of us, in my opinion." My team won. Our team, me and Keelan's team difference was only off by like 10, 5, 10 points. Um, so I, I don't, I, I, I think the trade's going to be fine. Um, I, I'm not saying it's a bad trade. I'm still sticking with it. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see what it comes down to in the future. I, I, I know it's too soon to talk about playoffs, but I'm always thinking about the gold. Um, but I I know on the playoff oh, bracket, as as of now it has me and Keelan so you know that that could be a matchup that that trade will come down to yeah and for 
those of you who don't know what the actual trade was. So Fonte traded Saquon Barkley, Kenny Stills, the Chargers defense, and Adam Vinatieri, the ageless wonder, for Joe Mixon and Allen Robinson. And listen, Joe Mixon lived up to the hype in week one. Yes, he did. And I played him in two leagues, so I should know. And it wasn't yep. pretty. And Allen, Allen Robinson, he he did all right. He he did he did all right. I I, I don't know how I oh, feel Tyler about Hill. Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> throwing to him, but you know, I you know week one I played Joe. I I, I didn't need the points. So he got his free win. If for those of you, it would have been fine if if the if the four o'clock games or later didn't even happen. I still would have won. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know Joe, Joe really doesn't know much about football, but he's in the league anyway. So with the first <laughs> overall pick in the draft. He took Aaron Rodgers, and that's oh. about to, that's about to the extent of good players on Joe's team. There really aren't many of them uh, on his staff. He drafted Aaron Rodgers. He drafted pick. Aaron Rodgers with the first pick of don't, the draft. Don't get me wrong. This, Aaron, is, this is this is his team. Aaron Rodgers right? is a beast. This but. is his team. He's got Aaron Rodgers, LaShawn McCoy, who was awful, Derrick Henry, who was awful. Marvin Jones, who was awful. Corey Davis, who was awful. Randall Cobb, who was really good. But if Rodgers is hurt, he's kind of worthless in fantasy. Travis Kelsey was awful last week, but yeah, he's good. Duke Johnson's in his flex. Bad. Patriots defense. Ryan Suckup. And then his bench is Jack Doyle, Keelan Cole, Paul Richardson, Matt Breda, Giovanni Bernard, and Cortland Sutton. Which honestly, his Pretty bench bad. is probably better than yeah. his starters. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if Marvin Jones is your number one wide receiver, I it's mean, bad. That's pretty bad. So, Font, all right. The Giants yep. are three and a half point underdogs in Jerry Jones's one billion dollar play pin this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Who are you taking? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold here. I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Giants by one. Okay, so you're gonna take the Giants. I'm gonna take the Giants by one. I think it's really gonna be that close. So, um. So you said you know, Giants by one. So yeah. So you'd be taking Giants plus three and a half. Now I will say this. So what's the over under of that game? The over under of that game would be. It's probably it's probably gonna be like forty some because people are gonna overhype their offense. Dallas by three, right? Yes, hey, I'm talking about the over-under. Over so that's like how many points they think are going to be scored in the game. So the Giants and Cowboys is okay. the 8 o'clock game on yeah. NBC. Yep, 820. So the over-under is 42.5, okay. which is really, really, really – so it's like 21 and a half points yeah, each. for each team. So yeah. I don't know where you're going to go. Yeah, I that, think I, I'm I'm not betting that game. It, it's too close to. I think over under wise, I could totally see the game being 21-14. Yeah, like it's gonna be low scoring. So if I had the the consensus yeah, because, is on the over right now at fifty four percent, I'm taking the under. Yeah, yeah, and and the reason why I'm saying that is because last year when these teams played, like it was like nine nothing, or like it was like some like score like that. All all was all game. And the way how uh, the way how Dallas looked last week offensively, Dallas is awful, man. Like they like, have like like the Giants had had an excuse, like they they were playing against the Jaguars. I mean the Panthers. I mean they have a good solid team, but like 
you expect a little bit more out of the Cowboys in that one. Uh, honestly, do you, though? Because outside of Ezekiel Elliott, that team is bad. When Cole Beasley has to make seven catches in a game, you know your wide receiver core is trash. Right. And that's literally what it is. And that's what it comes down to. And, yeah, they had to kind of cut Dez because he was making a lot of money to not do really anything. Yeah. That's still bad, man. And do you see how he was trolling the team as well? He was trolling Dallas. Yeah, he was, he was he very funny on uh, well, social media. Well, now that, now that he's no longer on Dallas, and being an Eagles fan, I love it. I love, I love his trash talking and making fun of Dallas because guess what? Dallas is garbage. You have... Jason Garrett and a coach that's been mediocre for his whole tenure, and you have an owner in Jerry Jones that doesn't know what the heck he's doing. Yep. So I mean, right there, unless the Dallas is not going to go anywhere until those two guys leave. So this I'm going to pose this be. question to either of you, well, both of you too. All right. Okay. Fine. I'm going to start with you first. Yep. If you could sign Des Bryant to a one-year contract for this year. He'd be the number three receiver on the Giants, maybe number two, depending on how they think of Sterling Shepard. Would you want Des Bryant on the Giants? Oh, that's tough. Um, I know. I, I don't think it's like something I'd be like totally excited about. Um, I, I wouldn't mind it. It's, it's not something that's in the back of my mind that's saying, yes, the Giants the Giants should do this. But it's something like, oh, okay, he, he could help in a way. Okay. So, yeah. Josh. I yep. wouldn't mind it. Would you want the Eagles to bring him in? With all the injuries going on, Alshon Jeffries just getting back onto the field and doing individual drills. Nelson Aguilar has been a beast. But you guys just picked up Marcus Whedon. Like, Really? You would rather have Marcus Whedon than Des Bryant? So, Josh, do you think the Eagles, A, made a mistake by not reaching out to Des, and B, do you want Des Bryant on the Eagles? Does he make them a better team? Um, In terms of Des Bryant, I mean, I, I look at the Eagles team as a whole. Once Jeffries comes back, one, I mean, I'm talking about, like, one is, like, cap space. That's, like, another question. Two say, is, say, assume that. It would be like the league minimum, whatever well, that, I, I, whatever that. I, I just is. know, I just know, Des Bryant would want more than the league minimum. But, but say, just all, it, all right, things it, being equal, say okay. Des is like, all right, I just want to go for the fit. I don't care about the money. If Des Bryant said that, I would be like, hallelujah, because I mean, I, I would, I would take him to the Eagles just because he would, he would add another energy to the locker room. He would add another, another hungry yeah, exactly. player that's trying to win a championship into the locker room. And I think if he actually played along with Carson Wentz, I think that combination would be deadly. Yeah. And and he and like you you take a guy that needs he needs like another spark. He's he's waiting for his opportunity, Des Bryant. That's what he's doing. He's waiting for the right opportunity to come. He's waiting for a receiver to get hurt. And then guess what? He's right there. He's gonna get paid. But he's at a make and make or break point of his career right now. Dallas, the past couple years in Dallas have not been good ever since Dak's been there because Dak isn't really a deep pass thrower, not really a deep ball type of guy. And Des Bryant's numbers went down from that. I know that personally because I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he, he was making me angry. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, if, if he would come to Philly, I, I th- that would be a good fit because Carson Wentz has a great deep ball, and he would he would throw it up to where he can catch it. But, I mean, the thing is we already have a lot of weapons that it's like it's, we don't really need him. 
unless he's saying I'm willing to take a veteran's minimum, then I'm not going to go out of my way to to sign him. I think the Giants need him more than the Eagles do, if you want my honest opinion. Sterling Shepard, he's a good, solid wide receiver, but something's but just Sterling happened. Shepard's never going to get the ball. Let's let's be honest here. Like uh, yeah, I I know I know it's just like something something's just missing. Like it's just a fit in New York. Because, I mean, didn't the Giants, like, he's a first-round pick. No, I don't no, think he's first. a first-round He was a top-three-round pick. Yeah, that's pick. what I'm saying. He's a top-three-round pick. So they gave him the opportunity. Like, he should be getting he, more opportunities. He's shown a lot of flashes. So, like, if I, I think if Des Bryant were to sign with the Giants, I think, hypothetically, I do think Sterling Shepard would still be the second wide receiver. But you also got to remember, Des Bryant would be the fifth option on that offense behind Odell. Saquon, yeah, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard. I I would put him ahead of Evan Ingram. Yeah, maybe just just but because he's a dependable I, red zone I, target. I, only because I've had Elvin Ingram. I I, I know how he plays. No, because he is a, he is an absolute freak. Like like athletically, he ran he ran like a four three from like a tight end. Like he's more of like a wide receiver. Yeah, but like he like he's he missed Big some catchable. Receiver. He's he's missed some catchable balls last week, and I was watching last week's game. He missed he was a lot not of. Good. I'm like, like I'm week. on my fantasy team too. I'm like, what is he doing? Like he had like Eli Eli Manning targets him. He just doesn't catch the ball like he should have. And he know he he has all the talent in the world to to break out. It's just he just hasn't done it yet. There's just something lacking. Yeah. Like the Giants have on paper, their offense should be putting up 30 points a game. From my honest opinion, but there's just something lacking. And I get the line isn't like the strongest, but I mean it's better than it was last year. Yeah, but I mean Eli Manning missed Odell wide open in the end zone. So Eli's offensive line also just yeah is not it, good. It, it, it's just at all because like on you look Eric at it, Eric Flowers should not be on an NFL yeah. roster. I don't care what round he was selected in. Yeah, Sometimes you just gotta admit he should be defeat. In a small closet with no football shaped objects around him, right? <laughs> great, great, great underrated SNL skit. I love it. Last uh, note on Des Bryant. He has not had a 1,000-yard uh, reception, 1,000-yard uh, season. season since 2014. Yep. It's been a long while since he was Four years. Des. Yes. Yeah, and, and in his defense, that was like the last year Tony Romo was like the legit star. It was. Because 2015, Tony Romo went down. He broke his collarbone. Because that was the year the Panthers, like Tony Romo came back on Thanksgiving. That and was got the year that the Cowboys had the second overall pick. Yeah. And then they, or what, they had the fourth, fourth overall pick. And then pick. they got Zeke. Yes. And then the past two years has been Dak Prescott, our quarterback. So you could tell once Romo went down, um, Des Bryant's production went down. And the last, yeah. speaking of people going down, we saw in the first half of Sunday night Aaron Rodgers go down. Oh my God! This man comes He's back a with a sprained a knee and leads leads the Packers over the Bears defense. Who Khalil Mack? Oh, he's an John, animal. John Gruden is a moron. Yeah, that I'm, whole fra- Raider franchise is a yeah. bunch of morons. How do you let that guy go? He is so good. He's an idiot. Not, not, and honestly, to add to your point, like everyone's talking, oh man, the Raiders they look tough after the first half. And the they Rams suck. came back at halftime they and suck. just whooped them. And <laughs> anybody buying the Jared Cook hype, oh, you're goodness. an idiot. That's the other thing. So, back to the Packers. If Rodgers is out any long stretch of time, 
what does the NFC picture, and I guess more specifically the NFC North picture, look like? I think the Vikings are still the favorite in that division, and I think the Bears are really, really close. I think that's the best division in football. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go long. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go and say that's the the best division in football. I wouldn't go that far. I think it's them or the NFC South. Oh, well, I mean, I I still think the NFC East is still the best division in football. I don't think so. Uh, I, would, I think I, I, I honestly I wouldn't put the East there. I'm gonna say this. I think the Eagles, like just going straight down the list of like my I guess my playoff predictions. So the Eagles are winning that division. The Cowboys are not going to finish over 500. The Giants might finish nine and seven, but that's not going to get them into the playoffs. The Redskins probably eight and eight. So I'll give you the out the very least four teams deep. It's a like you're not going to have any awful team, but it's not going to be like any great teams other than the Eagles. NFC North, I'm going Vikings, and then if Rodgers is healthy, I'm going Packers for a wild card. NFC South. I don't know what to make of this division, man. The Saints looked awful. The Falcons looked awful. The Panthers looked good, but the Cowboys are awful. And the Bucks came out of nowhere, but they gave up 40 points. So I don't know what to make of that division. I think that... I would like to think that the Saints will come back and be better than they were last week. So I'm going to say them, and yeah, I think yeah. the Rams... I mean, I mean the, Saints, the Saints played the Browns this week in New Orleans, so they're going to they're gonna kick some brown butt. They might. They might. Oh, yeah. So I think the Packers, the Steelers? Packers oh. and the we'll get to that. <laughs> Packers and the Bears, I think, could very realistically be the two wild cards. I, in the I, NFC. I look, I, I look at the Bears though. It all comes down to to their quarterback, and he's not there yet. Uh, that's why I'm not really a big Trubisky guy. I'm not. I, I I get the hype. I get why he's hyped, but I'm not really that big. I'm not that big of a guy. There was no way they were winning that game though. Once, really once, once Rodgers did what he did, yeah, and he but, got back in the game and he started getting momentum, started to yeah, tilt they so fast. They should have put him away when they had the chance. Rodgers was was down; he was out. But you, but I'm, and I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm Doesn't just saying, still, isn't he not playing week two? He's not playing week two. Yeah, Rodgers is not. Play, he's probably he, not going to play week two. So the coach said that they're not going to have a decision until Saturday. If if if, if the Packers are smart, trust me, he ain't playing week two. Yeah, if the Packers are smart, he does not play week two. Yeah. You take the L to Minnesota. Is the game at Minnesota? The game is, I believe it's in Green Bay. Oh, it's in it, Green Bay. Uh, it's in Green Bay. But e- either way, either way. It was in Minnesota. It's like, fine, we might, we're probably not going to win that game anyway. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, we're going to lose a game in Green Bay to Minnesota. Like, that's not good. Yeah, but, but listen, I, you got to look out for the long-term health of your franchise. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, like, it's like one or two weeks versus, like, the whole season. And Rodgers came back and he gave you the game on his one leg. And he's honestly... The man is... I, I, he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Uh, yeah. Ta- talent-wise, he, he's, he's the best yeah, quarterback in the league. I agree. League. Yeah. He can, he, can, he can scramble. He can roll out to his left. He can roll out to his right. Throw it 50 yards like it's nothing on a dime. And talent-wise, he's the most he's he is the most talented quarterback in the league right now. So he literally I, he literally threw three yeah. straight touchdowns. Dude's like, a monster. And, and there's and, nobody and the I'd throws, rather have the ball in his hands than Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter. And and the throws were absolute dimes. Like that one touchdown pass, like that was good defense. Like that corner was right on. I, I forget I forget who caught it. It was uh, Cobb. 
No, nah, Cobb. That Cobb was the short route, and he ran all the way. I'm talking. Yes. About, I, 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 it was not Adams. It was um. I, it was the other guy, but he literally he, like the corner was right there. It was their best corner. He was matched up on him. He literally, he was literally matched him stride for stride, and Rogers just threw an absolute dime. Yeah. But anyway, back to the point is Rogers the clearly the most talented quarterback in the league. Going from a talented quarterback on a, ta- a kind of talented team, definitely a talented offense, to a team that pisses me off more than any team <clears throat> in pro sports, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, last no, no. time. I bashed right. Le'Veon Bell. John, but before you go off, before you go off on the Steelers, can I just say my last three things before I go? Yeah, give it to me. All right. Well, you know, you know, I I can't go without talking about the clause, of course. Yes. The the, the clause are currently down three rule three one in the third inning. Uh, Lexington has runners on second and third with no outs. Um, so, I, I, the Claws always have problems in the championship game. I don't understand. This is like the fifth time in franchise history they've made it, and they've only won it twice. Yep. They, they, they always have problems with this. Um, but you know what? This, but, uh, team, it, this team does not give up the Lakewood Blue Claws. We're talking about the Phillies yeah. low-A affiliate. Yeah. Hey, listen, this team has the mentality. They remind me a lot. Of the 2013-2014 Los Angeles Kings, uh, in the sense that they were down three nothing to San Jose and they came back, they won that first round series. They might get down, but they are not out. And until you, until the fat lady sings, they're not out of the game. They're not going to lose. They had a game. They were down what five runs in the ninth inning. They were down five runs in the ninth inning a couple nights ago. Yeah, they were down five. And they came back and they won. One in eleven. Yeah, they won an 11. Away, too. Away. On the road. Beast. On the road to win game one of the championship series. Yeah. Yep. So, Font, also, I want you to yep. do t-shirt time right now. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. It's t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time with Chris Fonty. Well, this... this uh, you, you're all going to be laughing, but, uh, you know, it, it's been, I think, about six or seven years since the last time Christopher Fonte has played fantasy football. Mm-hmm. He, he was the underdog, and he absolutely destroyed in week one, even after bad trades. Um and he is considered the underdog again. So my T-shirt time is the Cabrini wash-ups. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start the season three and zero. The Cabrini okay. wash-ups. And this we're, is we're gonna start the season three and zero. Three and zero. It's week two. Is, is is he playing me this week? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm winning next week too. And then I'm you're gonna this. lose week four. <laughs> I'll probably. Is that what you're I, saying? I can't stay hot. You know, I can't stay hot too long. You know. So, Mr. Fonty plays Team Sanchez over here. Uh, which, Josh, I have a bone to pick with you. Why? Pick a damn team name. Well, all right, I, I, will pick, yeah. I will pick a team name, but here's the thing. People that don't name their team and leave it team last name are the worst types of people. So, uh, change I, that. All right, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't even check my lineup last week. I didn't even start. I didn't start. Like, I started William Fuller. 
And my team still put up 146 points. In you know what? I don't want to hear it because I lost, but I also scored the yeah, fourth most lost. points in the league. That's great. I, lo- I scored the fourth <laughs> most points in the league, and I lost because my opponent scored. Let's see. Let's see. I think it was 171 points. Yeah. I No, no it was a lot more than that. I lost 189 to 129. <laughs> I, I scored 129 points, and I lost. Oh, oh yeah, how much money are we putting up for this fantasy league? Uh, 20. Uh, 20, 20 right? I would have beat. I would have lost to both of you. I'll give you that. Point, 20 bucks. I would have beaten Pat. Valia. I would have beaten either Pat. Yeah, I would have yeah, beat I, Joe yeah. Berardi. would have beat Jared. Yeah, Pat would have beat Johnny. Pat was taking an L this week. I didn't even start. I didn't even start like two of my players I wanted to start. In the yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Shut up over there. All right. Okay. All right. Jo- Josh and I are going to be the two out of our division, hands down. It's going to be me and Josh coming out of our, our division. <laughs> In the, in and the this playoffs. is a dynasty league, right? Um, the dynasty league, correct. Uh, I've seen my division Donald. as me, Pat, Johnny, and I have no idea who this person is. Hold up, who is this person? Who, who, who else? And Tyree. We have Joe and someone else. All right, so you guys have an automatic win twice in your schedule. <laughs> That's not fair. Awesome. I'll take oh, I hate that. So that that means you I'm guaranteed right, three wait, wins. Wait, okay, since, since we're still talking about fantasy. So, I just came out of a, a meeting I was hosting, so I told these three kids to stay after the meeting. Is there anything against league rules that say I cannot have college kids help with my fantasy team? <laughs> oh, so yeah. oh, my God. Dang, you need help with college rules? kids. Is, is this in the league? Like, 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 like can, I, can my intern's responsibility... On Wednesdays or Thursdays, be check my <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's fine. You got it. You got it. Just know that this podcast is recorded. I love they it. You just heard every word that you said. I love I, it. Oh, you know what that you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a promo piece yeah, for me. That sounds like a promo, promo piece. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Le- Leslie. Leslie, one other thing before I go. Um, one other thing before I go, uh, you, are, are you sure Brung or Keelan aren't there or listening, right? No, they are not here. They're not listening. The podcast won't okay. be out tonight until uh, probably are like you guys, 10. Are you guys going going to the Phillies game tomorrow? I am. Josh has work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have the internship. Where else I would? All right. Well, you're going to see your boy Chris Fonte there. Hey. friends know. Well, well, the way how the Phillies have been playing, the Phillies about to lose. So, John, John, do not tell anyone. They, Brong and Keelan are clueless. They have no idea I'm coming. I have, uh, this may sound weird, but for some reason, I have Hope's location on my phone. What? Um, okay. So, I don't a know lot of how. Uh, so, uh, 911, uh, <laughs> so, I'm time. driving there, <laughs> going on my phone, going to their tailgate, and just showing up. That's funny. Hey, man. And dude. They, they have no idea. So, uh, so, anyway, boys, it's been fun. Thanks for letting me on. John, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, you better text me, man. Right, I'm going to be, be safe, I'll man. be with uh, the Serzega family. So All right, well, hit I'll, me up. I'll most likely, I'll most likely be there for an inning and then be at Xfinity. So meet me after. Sounds like a plan, my friend. All right. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Fonte. Right, always Fonte. a pleasure to have him on the show here. This is Sports Source. You are still listening. 
Uh, and Josh, we got to start to wrap this thing up because you got to go. I got to go. I have another podcast I'm recording at 830. Okay. So and it is like 805 right now. So oh, I got 805. Yeah, we, we oh, were talking sick. to Fonty for forever. I know. So, all right. What we're going to do. All right. We're going to do our good apple of the week. Yep. Our weasel of the week. And our hot take of the week. Right, and then we'll so, get out of here. Start us off. All right, my good apple of the week. Oh, man. What am I going to do for good apple of the week? I'm pro- I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves as a team. Even though it makes hmm. me sick to my stomach because I respect I, that. Because I am a Phillies fan, but they've won 5 straight and they're they're definitely running away with this division. At first it was Phillies, Braves, Nationals, like I know beginning of the year was, everyone was saying Nationals. Even I was the one saying Nationals, clear cut. This team kind of came out of nowhere, and people thought, okay, are they going to continue this? Uh, and they actually proved everyone wrong, that they that they are legit. And that's why the Braves are going to clinch the NL East, and they're definitely going to make the postseason. So if you're a Braves fan, you're, you're excited for the future of the team. Yeah. My good apple of the week is San Jose Sharks general manager Doug Wilson for giving up really nothing to take a flyer on the best defenseman in the NHL, Eric Carlson. They have a defense now with Carlson, Brent Burns, and Mark Edward Vlasic, which those are three of the top 20 maybe defensemen in the NHL on one team. Man, I'm telling you, the Sharks are going to be out for blood yes, this they are. year. And apparently reports have it that uh, Darren Drager of TSN Canada reported that the Sharks are now, they're not done. They're looking for a center. Listen, if the Sharks get anybody else, it's good. Literally, everybody just fold. Don't even play the season. Give the Rangers the first overall pick so I could be happy. The Sharks are going to go a long, long way. Shout out to Laura Sansom because uh, that's her team. Anyway, <laughs> Weasel. Uh, my Weasel of the Week, Ben Roethlisberger. F- trash. Total Garbage. Three I, yeah. interceptions. James Conner, he came in, he did his job. He ran for over 130 yards and two touchdowns. A running back that cares about his team yeah, on yeah. the Steelers? Wow. Uh, honestly, there might be a running back controversy. That, Good. that, that might be my hot take. But uh, <laughs> is that yours? <laughs> if that's yours, I'll, I'll let that be yours. But anyway, Ben Roethlisberger was total garbage <laughs> throwing three interceptions. You're playing against the Cleveland Browns. How do you tie the Cleveland Browns? Hey, at least they won't go 0-16. Only the Browns could snap their losing streak yeah. by not winning. Yeah, only the Browns. But they literally had a chance to win, and the field goal got blocked. I'm like, oh, classic Cleveland. But, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, got to do better. I'm like, you're my weasel of the week. My weasel of the week is the Ottawa Senators organization. <laughs> what are you doing? You just traded the best defenseman in the NHL for a pile of steaming garbage? Are you serious? Somebody give Pierre Dorian a drug test <laughs> immediately. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Chris Tierney, fine. He's like a solid young third-line center. Maybe one day he'll be a second-line center. You got a top prospect of one of the weakest prospect pools in the NHL. Congratulations. You got a first-round pick, which is probably now going to be one of the last picks of the first round because you just gifted a damn team a chance at the Western Conference Championship and maybe the Stanley Cup Championship. What are you guys doing? 
And the boot, you don't even have your first round pick this year. Because you gave it away. And you knew you were going to trade Carlson and you knew you were going to be garbage. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, man. Josh, I'm... Oh. <laughs> cool me down. Because I know I'm about to go scream yeah. at the Steelers no, next. Yeah. I want to turn my mic down because I'm like <laughs> spiking like crazy right now. But mm. give me your hot take first. Uh, my hot take. I'm going to stick with baseball. My hot take is going to be, I think the Milwaukee Brewers are going to clinch the NL Central Division. And I think they're going to outlast the Cubs at the end. I get it. All my Cubs fans, how, how could you? How could you? But this Brewers team, they've played the Cubs. I, they don't play against each other anymore for the season. But the Brewers, they handled their business in Wrigley. They took two from the Cubs uh, this, this over the past series. And they also took two from the Cubs earlier in the month of September as well. So this Brewers team is hungry. I think that they're going to sneak in and they're going to clinch the division in, on the last day. I think the Cubs will be the wild card team. And and I, I honestly think that I still see the Cubs making it far in the postseason. But I just had the Brewers being my sneaky team that get that clinches the NL Central. Yeah, my hot take of the week, as Josh alluded to, James Conner should be the Steelers starting running back the rest of the year. And I'm not saying that just because he carried the ball 31 times for 135 yards with two touchdowns and five receptions for 57 yards. I'm not saying it because of that. I'm saying it because he came out, he played, and he didn't complain the whole time. Something that Le'Veon Bell should learn how to do. (laughs) Somebody who's making $14.5 million a season should come onto the field and play football. <laughs> I'm really trying. Man. Yeah, you're I'm, really, really I'm trying. really you're trying. Good. You're doing good. You're Thank doing really you, good. Doing really so good. So before my heart rate gets uh, all the way up, uh, I think that's it for the show today. But come back. So Thursday nights are going to be the new recording night going forward. Mm-hmm. So tune in next week for some more baseball talk, some more football talk. Hopefully we'll have an update on Carson Wentz yep. or Alshon Jeffrey. And uh, trust the process until Of course, trust the process. Sixer season's coming up. Yeah, baby. See you next week.